Hello and welcome to season two, episode two of Talking Braves. My name is David Waters. And I'm Luke Harden. Season two, episode welcome. two. We should have recorded this on 2 but we didn't. Sorry. We did not. Sorry, guys. Three days too late. Three days too late, but hopefully okay. everyone had a great week. I mean, outside of Rob Manfred. Yeah. And the owners. And the owners. So we have a lot to catch up on. And Liberty Media. DFA Liberty Media. Getting it DFA. out of the way early DFA this Liberty episode. Media. Early. We're like two minutes right in. off the bat. No pun Let's intended. We're, we're just full of baseball puns over here. Yeah, basically. So we have a almost a full week of non-stop meetings between the owners and the players association very not exciting but we're going to talk about it yeah very dis i mean disappointed is the word not surprised but disappointed i would say mm-hmm. but we're going to talk about it we're going to talk about it we're going to try our best to update you on everything we're just three days away from potentially delaying the regular season kind of scary actually no it's extremely scary but we just want to try to you know put a little hope into everybody the hope that we don't have personally yeah do we do we even have hope ourselves is there hope i can I don't know if I can in, in, ensure hope in people if I don't have it myself, guys. I've yeah, listen, we're pretty. I'm an optimist. I've always been an optimist, but you know, it's I'm not very optimistic to say the least. I don't think anybody is, quite honestly. I think we're all sort of at that point where it's like, yeah, no, nothing's gonna happen. Yeah, and you know, it took what was it 42 43 days for them to even start meeting and then manfred's just like you know a a phone works two ways (laughs) and he i didn't even know this but i'm not surprised but today it was revealed that manfred finally decided to show up to the meetings today for the first time yeah i I don't understand. Like if you're the, I get it's an owner player meeting. Like those are the two who are are supposed to be negotiating, but at the same time, you're three days away from a potential cancellation of games. And it's inevitable at this point, seemingly it doesn't make any sense how you had four straight days. This is the fifth day of meetings turn of baseball isn't even there like and maybe that's just like but i feel like everybody i i just assumed he was there yeah, I did am too. i wrong to think that i i mean am i surprised he wasn't there it's rob manfred so not really but at the same time i'm like I, like what how are you not gonna be there i don't know if you're the, in charge of the whole league why are you not 
even there. And the league was requesting a mediator, and Rob Manfred wasn't even there. Like, I thought Manfred was there the whole time. I thought he was there every <laughs> single meeting. Like, what you, has he been it, doing for the past four days? I don't know. Has he just like been laying on the beach or something? I, I mean, I, I don't, I don't understand where. What could he? It's it's today. Today's February twenty fifth. What could he possibly been doing in late February that's more important, clearly, to him than getting the baseball season started on time, which isn't going to happen. I mean, I mean it's his job. It's his job. That's, that's what a, you are paid to do. Like you're, and you're not doing it. You're in charge of running a whole sports league, but when there are games about to be on the line, games about to be delayed, there's a lot. There's millions and millions of dollars at stake, and you're you don't show up to these meetings that could prevent that rob like you can take plenty of vacation days when baseball is back you don't you could just get rid of the lockout you put this in place buddy nobody else can you're the only one that can end the lockout what when it's all said and done the negotiations can go on but you put this lockout in place. It's not like the players put this lockout in place. You're the one who is stopping them and stopping everybody from having baseball. And shouldn't your main priority for from a I guess from a fan's perspective, you're obviously you want to you want to make the owners happy, you want to make the players happy, but shouldn't your main goal to be the fan without fans, you don't have either of those things. And you don't have anything. And while there's a, it's a, it's a, you know, it's a, it goes multiple ways. You can say what you want about that, but you got to have the fan in mind too, along with players and owners, because the play, the, excuse me, the fans are what bring in a lot of the money. I mean, revenue, Mm -hmm. everything like that, ticket sales, merchandise. I just don't understand what his frame of mind is necessarily because it just it baffles me. It's it straight. It, it it baffles me. I don't I don't get it. Mm-hmm. Baseball's Manfred. losing fans by the. I mean, every second that there's nothing baseball re- related going on, you're losing more and more fans, and especially oh, yeah. the the especially like the more casual ones because the dedicated ones are always going to be there. They're they're never going to leave. Okay, we're one. Of, we're those people. Okay, we we, we stick yeah. with baseball because we grew up on it, we love it, and then we won a World Series this past year. I mean, there's no reason for us to leave now. That you know we 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 know what it's like to just go out on top. Just be like, like, all right, no more watching baseball ever again. Like we've peaked. <laughs> we've peaked. Yes, all downhill from here, guys. But. But literally a month after we won the World Series, just a complete, you know, baseball just fell off a cliff because Manfred implemented this lockout, which the owners decided to do. And if Manfred didn't do it, then Manfred wouldn't have a job. And I'm surprised he even does, but he, he does. Um, 
so owners suck um in case this is your first time listening to us we already this liberty media a little bit which i they had their uh their revenues and stuff released today i, I don't know if that. you've seen those tweets i haven't, I haven't but, seen the numbers but i saw that they had it released yeah looked at it though yeah i haven't either but they brought in a crap ton of money last year okay yeah so there's I, real, I, I so saw, now I there read, is i didn't read the I didn't read the full like thing, but I, I saw it on Twitter and I was reading through some of the comments and, you know, it's, it's very, it's similar consensus that how do you have this much money and the owners, it, 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 you know, they, they, they've, I believe Walker Bueller, um, since deleted a tweet, but he sent out a tweet today that it, it was talking about, it's not billion millionaire versus billionaires. It's just, it's, and at the end of the day, it, it, you're an owner of a baseball team. You clearly have money. You're, that's like, and I understand that you know there are other there are other things that go into just a baseball team, or in the, they have other than a baseball team, but that should be a main priority. And Especially with always right now, we're in a great spot with such young guys that it's disappointing that, you know, you're going to lose some of those casual fans, those fans that were getting into baseball, and you're going to lose some of those people due to the fact of this lockout and everything going on. It's just, it, it's, it's disappointing. So um, we might need a translator to translate like half of what you just said because your internet <laughs> is just atrocious. Um, yeah, but soon to be fixed, hopefully, right? Soon, I soon. a few months maybe, hopefully. Hopefully, um, but hopefully, you know what you set the start and what you set the end were pretty clear. So hopefully, we can put the pieces together. I mean kind of get an idea of what you were saying but um yeah this situation with major league baseball right now it's a complete disaster um and we'll talk about it day by day what what's been going on what's been discussed and to be honest there isn't much so it isn't gonna take us too long no so um but first we do have just one sponsorship today. Go check out SeatGeek. I mean, this is very odd for us because we're so used to having another sponsor who shall not be named until we can get the sponsorship back. But <laughs> but uh, SeatGeek has been sponsoring some episodes recently. Use promo code BRAVESNEWS on SeatGeek. $20 your first purchase of $50 or more. Go see a concert. Go see a minor league game because you're not seeing a major league game. So go see a minor league game. Um, go see an NBA game. Go support the Hawks. They're they're doing pretty good. Um, spend money, get tickets on whatever the heck you want to spend your money on. Yeah, go to a Stripers so, game. Go to a Stripers go. game. I'm repping their hat today because minor league games about to go crazy. Minor league so, games going back. I want to give a shout out to my sister. I don't know if she's listening to this i i very much doubt it but she has a job with the gwinnett stripers now so 
shout out to her. It goes to go to the games. Go see Luke's sister. Let's go. Let's <laughs> try be like, yo, I know Luke Harden. And then they'll, they'll get you like free stuff. No, that's actually a lie. They won't, but you can always ask. But it might, they do give you free stuff. You know, just let us know. Yeah. Maybe they'll give us free also, stuff. Also, I, I don't know if many people know about this, but um, it, at the Atlanta Braves, if you go to a game at Truist Park, if you haven't been before, okay. This is kind of something that I didn't know until last year, until I brought somebody with me who'd never been. Um, they have this thing. If you go to um, guest services, their guest services counter, um, and you tell them it's your first time, they'll give you like a free like gift bag. They'll give you some bobbleheads and stuff. Like honestly, I, like I've never heard about this until How like you- a, like an usher told me about it, and I was just like whoa this is crazy like i never do about this like they'll give you some cool stuff i mean it, it, like obviously i don't want the word to get out too much but if uh you haven't been go go see a how game they, go get some bobbleheads know that it's your first time though i have no idea <laughs> but just <laughs> you just what if i just went up there and be like so hey, honestly like the thing is time. like i've been so many times and like i know people who work there so it's just like i can't re- i don't think i can get away with that but i haven't tried but but i, I have like hey yeah i don't run a braves page with almost 17k give me 17 17k i've been stuck on 16.9k since the world series i think i don't even know but I mean, the, the, the thing is being a content creator during a lockout is very challenging because everything I want to post, I've posted before. Like I've had so many ideas in the past where I'm just like, I'll post these old highlights and stuff. I posted so many great ones, but like, I don't want to post them again, you know, because it's just kind of repetitive. And also like, you know, if there's something, you know, crazy that's happens like a lockout ends, (laughs) Oh, that'd be um, like, I don't want crazy. that. I don't want that to be like swallowed up in a bunch of random old highlights. You know, I, I want yeah. that to be like a big, big deal, a big post, you know, not just seeing seem like, oh, it's another day, another yeah, especially, post. You know? Yeah, especially starting to post. Go follow the TikTok, by the way, um, starting to post a lot more on TikTok consistently. It, it's especially in this like, I mean, it's hard to find any content right now. I mean, it's to find anything to talk about for anybody seemingly i mean it's there's kind of a, like a halt for the past three months so more of a more of a not even a halt just a stoppage completely <laughs> not even a halt yeah i mean still. here's also something that um i actually um I left a comment on MLB on Fox's Instagram the other day and it, it kind of went crazy. And honestly, like I'm pretty proud of it. Like I, I worded this thing very well. It got, it got 657 likes from two days ago. I'm very happy about that. So, um, so also February 28th, by the way, is the deadline until if they don't get a deal done by then, then they postpone the regular season a little bit. At least a little bit. I mean, I, that's another thing. Like, why is this like the hard deadline? Like, why is there not any like? <laughs> why is there even a debt? Like, why is there even a deadline? Can we like? What, I, what? What if it gets done on March the first? No, like, I, that's what I'm like. I'm thinking, and I've been I've been thinking about this for 
I mean, I'm sure others have too, but in my opinion, it's just a tactic. I mean, it's so stupid. realistically, it's so like, what kind what do I mean a deadline? Like, so, yeah, like you said, if it, it gets done March 1st, what you want, a day but after, but let's say it what, does. What are you, you going to do? You say, oh, no, we're, we're not starting Dave's on time because it's one day late. I mean, I don't mm. expect it to get done on March. Mm. This, I mean, because obviously for the years that. Okay, your internet just safety injury, your prevention from injury. You need is it that? Yeah, we didn't. I I can hear me. Catch and I can hear you. Hear me now. I can hear you now. Cool. Okay. Um, but obviously for the players' health and injury prevention, you need to have spring training, and you don't want to have a necessarily short spring training because you want those players to stay healthy. The 60-game season was just I, – I don't know how many injuries there were, but it was seemingly a lot more than normal. Percentage-wise. Per, like, percentage-wise. Percentage-wise, yeah. Yeah. I mean, like I think it, that has a lot to do with – it was more of a sprint necessarily than a like a jog, like in 162. It was 101, 102 less games, but at the same time, you know – what do you what do you i don't know yeah, there wasn't as much preparation for the season you know the, the players Enough. weren't physically ready to yeah. you know have a, games every single day for over or for a little over two months you know it, it's it was a bad i mean it, you know the, what we're experiencing right now feels a lot like the start of the 2020 season or when it was supposed to start and it kept getting pushed back, pushed back. And then all the talk about prorated salaries, all that crap, you know, I mean, look, I get it. COVID, especially at that time was quite, a, it was a huge question mark. People like didn't really know much about it. Um, and it was going around crazy, you know, everyone remembers that unless you're less than two years old, but, I mean, if there are other, if there are two year olds out there listening to this podcast, welcome. We're glad you're here. But <laughs> but um, but you know, it's still like the the thing that really delayed the season was the prorated salaries and the owners trying to not pay their players fairly for you know the two months two plus months that they actually did play. They were trying to lowball them and players were just like, no, um, which how can you blame them? So there was that situation going on and it, it, what we're experiencing right now with the lockout, you know, until they can get their acts, acts together, both, especially Major baseball, but the players got ha- have to give in a little bit too. I mean, it's, it's bargaining. It's both sides. They b- both have yeah, to come I, to an agreement. It, there's two sides in an agreement. Both sides have to give, give in a little bit. Okay. Um, yes. But also this post. Okay. This comment. Okay. I, I kind of summed it up. Okay. Um, I'm 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 mostly on the player side. Okay. Don't get me wrong. Actually, I'm like all, all on the player side. <laughs> but but I like I, the thing is, the okay. you understand it's a so, it's a two it's a two way street. It's there's. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So this is this is what I said. Okay. The worst part about this lockout 
is that both sides are willing to miss regular season games just to prove a point to the other side. And both sides are completely disregarding their fans. Yep. So if you haven't been paying attention this whole time, and if you're going to completely forget about this, this episode, okay, just, just remember that one part. Okay. That this is completely inexcusable because missing games. I don't like, I know the players need to be paid fairly, especially by these big time owners that have the money. They're just not willing to get, give them, give the money to the players, which is completely stupid. Especially when you have the money, you just don't want to spend it. Like then first of all, don't own a team, but, but like, it's gotta, you gotta get as much done as you can without missing games. You can't miss games in order to prove a point. It's, it's not worth it. It's not worth it to the fans. You're going to lose a lot of fans, teams, teams and players are going to each lose a bunch of money. Uh, cause, cause the owners, if they're not bringing in money, how are we going to, how are they going to pay the players? Well, cause they're ri- They are rich. Okay. They can do that, but you know, unwilling they are going to be to pay their players when they're not bringing in as much money. I mean, I don't Listen, get me wrong. They were they these these owners were rich before owning a baseball team. So it's not like they, they they're rich because of the baseball team. Yeah, that and, just happens to be another source of their income. And one of the big issues also is like the <laughs> there are a few teams I'm going to call out here. I'm going to call out you know the A's, the Mariners, the Diamondbacks, the the Pirates. These teams, when was the last time they were consistently competitive year after year after year? We can't remember. I mean, the Mariners, I guess, like back in the each each row, Edgar Martinez, Randy Johnson, those days. So it's been about 20 years since any of those teams were consistently competitive year after year after year. That's a problem. Especially... I, I really feel for their fans because like it look who Liberty media, even though like they, they bring in a crap ton of money. So at least they are rich enough to the point where they can actually pay their players like quite a bit, but not still on enough. They on should pay. Note, you know who should pay Freddie Freeman. Oh, I was about to say us. I think we should get paid. Well, I mean, why not both? Their team. Why not both? Why not both? Yeah. Why not both? Hey, Liberty Media, DM us if I don't know. <laughs> they definitely don't have an Instagram. Just after bashing them for a year, just get a get a sponsorship from Liberty Media. Just kidding. Hey, forgiveness is I a beautiful it. thing. <laughs> deny it. No. Give me some money. I'm just kidding. Anyways. I mean. Um, but yes, resigns Freddy. Resign Freddy. Hey, it's got to happen. Okay. So, well. We'll talk about like the whole Freddie Freeman situation because there are a lot of rumors going around. Thanks to Buster only, so we'll go on at ESPN right in, in, in just a little bit. Oh, we could do that. We, we could do that every episode. We could do that every episode. But ESPN, ESPN baseball rant and how they so, know nothing about it. I know me and this podcast knows more about baseball mm-hmm. than ESPN does. Yeah, and except Jeff Passan. Jeff Passan is the one except. Well, yes, yeah, but Jeff Passan. I feel like Jeff Passan's just like an outlier. Like Jeff Passan <laughs> just 
he's just like a, he's just like an independent. Like he should just mm-hmm. while he is you know, technically I, with ESPN, he, I I see him as more of an independent. It's know, like he'll go on like he went on Stephen A. Smith's show. He went on, you know, yeah. these things and not only bashed Stephen that A. Smith take. for his comments good. about Shohei Otani, but good, yeah, good. But he he's he's on what I think he's on the side the right side um compared mm-hmm. to the ESPN who majority of ESPN doesn't know anything about baseball where Jeff Passan legitimately does his homework and he knows what he's talking about and he is a very reliable source if you don't know who Jeff Passan is um if you're living under a rock or you don't have Twitter look up Jeff Passan because he's very he's a, he's he a character a great great baseball and, mind oh yeah and he knows what best. he's talking about. He absolutely knows Yo, what he's Jeff talking Passon about. Jeff Passon should buy the Braves. No, I'm just kidding. Don't do that. Mm. He definitely does. <laughs> ESPN probably doesn't pay him enough. Anyways. Um, so, also, last episode, I promised that I would finally look at the top 100 players in Major League Baseball history in the next episode, and this is the next episode. I have not looked at it still. Um, so, I, I will look at that later, uh, but we'll also go on a little bit I more of a rant because they – they created a little they one one particular person uh put out an article and got Freddie Freeman tw- trending on Twitter. So um when is Freddie we'll talk Freeman about that. trending on Twitter? Well, I mean we'll still talk about it. Well, I mean it was like more so than usual, you know. Yes. It, it definitely sparked up a lot of conversations and a lot of rumors. We'll we'll talk about that in a bit. But we gotta go. We got to talk about what's been going on during the meetings. Yes. So, um, so one of the best ways, in my opinion, to keep up with everything that's been going on and what both sides are negotiating, uh, what they're negotiating on, um, I would recommend going to MLB Trade Rumors. They have an article. Uh, this one actually hasn't been updated for today, but um, I guess a lot of the details of today's meeting are not known. I guess they're, they're really not, are they? Like, I haven't really heard too much about today. Um, just like some of the, really. just like I talk, like what they're talking about, but not like the numerical figures about, you know, yeah. all that stuff. So um, the latest minimum salary. Um, oh, that, this is going to be so boring to talk about. You know what? Just look at this article. I'll link it. If if you're interested, I'm not going to read all this because this is going to take too long and it's going to bore the crap out of me and you. It's just, just know that malarkey. Just know that for the past today there was actually a lot more progress than what today was anyone was expecting it was the, the best day, day of the meeting with the most progress or it was the yes. day with the most progress meeting <laughs> has they have they announced they are they meeting tomorrow and sunday yes. i don't yes I don't know. they are they every meet? day every day until the 28th okay excellent until the 20th until uh, every day until the end know, of 2022 oh, you know every day far. like why can't it be every day until this dang thing ends like yeah just uh, what did you i don't know if you saw steven souza's um tweet about no i don't follow steven souza i don't t- either but somehow t- it popped up my but feed tyler madsen and... kind of kind of owns him well yeah that's true but <laughs> that's the point um steven souza 
I think it was Steven Souza. He basically said, imagine if we had been meeting like this consistently. This could have even been, it didn't even need to be December, beginning of January. But we're now, this is the first day they've met every single day. And we're three days from the deadline and it's late February. And we've been in a lockout for three months or almost three months now. So, so actually, I will talk a little bit about some of these issues because I've forgotten this. I mean, even though I read these articles like kind of frequently, um, Luke, I'll actually send this to you real quick. So you can kind of like read along and, and like talk about it if you want yep. a little bit as well. Um, so the first issue that they address is uh, minimum salary for players, at least at the major league level. Um so the current gap for 2022, and this is as of yesterday, because the details of today are not known. The, the current gap is $135,000. Like, honestly, if owners can't pay $135,000, like $135,000 more, these billionaire owners can't pay $135,000 more per year to these, like just a few players. Sounds kind of... Sounds kind of fishy Weird. to me. Um, <laughs> major, major, like league baseball is, to me. major League Baseball is proposing 640000 The Players Association wants 775 So I'm going to uh, kind of the elephant in the room. And for basically all the negotiations is CBT, competitive t- balance tax. Uh, they have not talked about this at all. And this is the biggest th- – this is like – the biggest gap this is of anything the big dog this is like the, i don't even like the... if okay here's the current gap for competitive balance tax for just next year alone this is even for the future this is the current gap between what the players want and the and the league 31 million dollars it's a lot of that's a lot of dollars and yet i mean Yeah, I mean, um, it, it, I just don't. What, when does does it, does it just not does it not come up? Do they just not want to talk about about it? You know, it, I get getting the, the the smaller issues out of the way, but at some point, you have to hit head on and you know rip the bandaid off, bite the bullet, whatever you want to call it, and get. At least get to talking about it. Get some kind of progress. Get it where you're going in the right direction instead of inching further apart because that's where we are at this point. Yeah, it's it's a a mess. I mean, it's like here – you know, I, I, I do want to kind of like explain a little bit about what CBT even is. I mean, I, but I also don't want to like say something wrong because this article doesn't explain what it is. But it's basically like, you know, if teams spend over like a certain amount, they, they'll get penalized. Like, is that, is that right? I think so. Somewhere, something along those lines. You're, you're on the right track. Something along uh, those lines. I, I don't know, like the exact. I don't know details, the exact definition, but it's complicated and like it's it's big boy talk and like I'll leave that to the actual like 
meetings because uh, like honestly this is why like honestly i would have loved to have like a you know a professional player like you know shed some light into like honestly like i i've read so much stuff about this but like everything is just like so complicated financial stuff is incredibly complicated so um it's something along those lines of what i said but yeah, um, here, here's i'll give you the the google oh, oh, definition oh, yeah. here's the google definition those who carry payrolls above that threat or above the, the threshold, so the competitive balance tax or the luxury tax, whatever you want to call it, anyone who carries above that threshold are taxed on each dollar above that threshold with the tax rate increasing based on the number of consecutive years. So you're pretty much dead on or dead on. Sweet. Let's go. Yeah. Let's go. So, so they're so the players and the league they're talking about a lot of issues but they're not talking about the big one so they're they're meeting together for four to five hours a day maybe not with each other the whole time but they're meeting either with each other or together like with the same side the fact that they you can't know, even get some why of the can't smaller we, issues yeah you know, like what are they talking about this whole time? What they had for breakfast? <laughs> exactly. You what if you can't even get the small French toast dealt with? How are you gonna get the big issue dealt with? I mean, if it's taking this long, it's taking I mean five days this week and the days before this when they met, and you haven't even got you haven't even gotten one issue yeah. resolved, much Which, less a big issue. And now we're three so. days away from Regular season games being canceled, they will not be made up. These games that will be missed or will likely be missed. I'm not saying they will be missed, but they will likely be missed. They're not going to be made up. They're gone. They're, it's not happening. We're three days away from that happening. And all of a sudden, now they're moving together or they're coming together and meeting and negotiating. I thought I was bad at procrastinating. Like this is this is ridiculous. Like this, this is top like, tier. Like, listen, this is top tier procrastination if, right here. If, if there, if like, if I was a player and I was a good player, if if I'm a major league baseball player making millions of millions of dollars, I would not be procrastinating. If I had million dollars, millions and millions of dollars at stake, I would be getting to the table immediately and getting this done. Like I, I am I crazy? Like. Is there something I'm missing? Like, why isn't, why did they wait so long? I, I don't, don't understand. I don't know. I don't know. I, I couldn't tell you. Did you see that? I don't know. Um, I don't know. What, what, what did you headline? have for breakfast, Luke? What did you have for breakfast? <laughs> what did I have for breakfast? I didn't have breakfast. I didn't have class. I didn't either. So I, I, didn't, I didn't either. I didn't have. I, I slept. I slept <laughs> in this morning. I have a. I have a really <laughs> busy class, weekend. So I didn't have I, breakfast. I have a really busy weekend. I got to get up both Saturday and Sunday, so I'm not looking forward to it. So I just slept this morning. I didn't have class today. It was oh great. So I, I didn't have breakfast either. But I hope. I hope uh, those. Uh, what do you think breakfast Max Scherzer had for breakfast this morning? Caviar. <laughs> Did you see the headline? That um, I don't know who was by, but it was like Max Scherzer 
pulling up in his his I think he was driving I think he was driving a, a Porsche. Porsche. I don't know. Yeah. And and then and then it's like okay, what are the owners driving? Like it's it's not like they're <laughs> like I understand Max Max Scherzer is getting paid a lot of money. He's getting paid. 40 you know if you're getting paid mil a year if you're getting paid over 20 million dollars a year you can afford a million dollar car okay i mean the dude the dude's been in the league for like 15 years and he's been getting paid a boatload of money you don't think he's gonna own a nice car and what do you think he was gonna pull up in a what do you think he was gonna pull up he was gonna pull up in a no disrespect honda what do you think he's gonna pull up into a pre in a prius like yeah, if you drive a, a Prius, a, if you drive a Prius, hey, if it's, I, I if don't it's a mean new any Prius. disrespect, but like, like I don't mean any respect, but I'm trying to get my point. But it's Max Scherzer. Him. It's Max Scherzer. What, what is that? He's like not- the headline was just bogus and stupid. It was just ignorant. It was an ignorant. It was an ignorant headline, and I don't know whose side they were on, but um, I don't think it was the players. Obviously, whatever. Anyways, maybe he was. I I I don't know. That's kind of. That's kind of a, that's food it was, for thought. It was a weird headline. It was a weird headline, but I remember it saying that. But maybe it's just like, you know, if you're if the owners are paying play, players enough to the point where they're driving this stuff around, but they still can't pay the players fair like enough to you know, you know, for what they deserve. Yeah, you know, I think it's I think maybe that they're on that side. Who knows? Next issue, draft pick compensation. Major League Baseball has proposed eliminating draft pick forfeiture for teams that sign free agents. Their plan still calls for teams to get draft picks for losing free agents, depending on the quality of the player. This offer seems to be tied to MLB's competitive balance tax proposal as sort of a trade. So if anyone wants to translate this French for us, uh, please... (laughs) Please. Um, Does anyone want to translate that to English, please? So, does anybody speak Rob Manfred? So, I, I, I actually am not too familiar with this. Is it like, is this part of like the qualifying offer? And if you you send a put a, out a qualifying offer, you don't get a draft pick compensation. If yeah. The player so, finds what, is well, it, is yeah, that it was sort of like what? Yeah. The, so, like when yeah, when you send out a qualifying offer, and if they don't sign, you get that that. Um, it's a, a compensation it's round a, where you get a, yeah. it. Yeah, yes. Is it is that what it's tied to? Is it like if I'm not mistaken, that's what I believe so. I believe so. I don't I know what else. So. I think that's 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 what I that's what I think. I I'm pretty I'm pretty sure that's what it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and now if, like Freddie Freeman signs elsewhere, and if we don't get a draft pick next year because of whatever happens here, I'm going to be kind of mad. But I mean. I'm going to be really mad about Freddie Freeman. But, well, but like, but that, like, that'll you know, be a, we'll, we'll have a day of, we'll have a day of grievance podcast. If no, we'll have a live stream. We'll have a grievance live stream. If Freddie Freeman signs elsewhere, guys. Yeah. We'll have a grievance live stream of me jumping off a bridge. <laughs> yeah, a, a small bridge, a small bridge. Um, but it's going to be sad. It's not going to be a good day. It's not going to be a good day. Let's hope um, it never. Let's hope the, the day that we see Freddie Freeman leave is the day he retires. Yeah, hopefully. Let's take Chipper Jones. Okay, you know, yes. and make him is, a lifer. Like this is like this is like always 
something that I, I, I just hate it for fans. It's like when their franchise player leaves. Okay. And it, we've seen it happen before. We've seen it with, I'm not, I'm not going, you know, I'm not going to do examples from other sports leagues, but actually, you know what? T- like Tom Brady, him leaving the New England Patriots. Like, holy, like this. Ooh. That was not, that was, ooh. You just didn't lead to good things. You know, um, the baseball example, let's say Albert Pujols going to L.A., um, like the Angels after leaving the Cardinals. Um, who else is some? It would be a good – oh, I guess – well, did Ichiro uh, – was he a free agent when the Mariners first let him so. go? I believe so. Like the, here's the, here's like, the, here's another thing. Also, seems like, like it's so long ago. Yeah, but Ichiro was past his prime. Albert or Albert Pujols was, you know, he, he was past his prime. Of, but at the time, we didn't know that because it kind of faded out. But like because yeah. the season before, he was phenomenal. Um, but Freddie Freeman is still like in his prime. It, I mean, like one hundred percent, like coming off the best season of his career. Um, even though he won MVP in 2020, 60 games, whatever. I mean, yeah. I, I'm not, I'm not going to like say like that MVP I'm... is like irrelevant, but like, it's like, it's so tough to like, like compare that to other seasons. Cause yeah. we've never had a season like that before. You just know, as soon as Jeff Passon tweets that the lockout's over, I cannot tell you how many articles how many things you're going to see about freddie freeman and what what are the best fits and carlos i mean i'm excited because you have to think like it's not just i mean i know we're talking about getting the season started but there are still big name free agents out there trevor stories out there carlos correa's out there freddie freeman's out there uh nick castellanos is out there still i mean there are big name guys out there still i mean it's not like it's not like you're just going to start the season. We still have to go. We only really had a, a true like two weeks of an off season. And the, I mean, it was the, it was the, insane where you could actually do something with signing free agents mm-hmm. and stuff like that. So you know, you know we saw the craziness that happened before the lockout deadline. I'm. I mean, we we excited. talked about <laughs> our episodes from, ex- from that time. It's gonna was... be a, I can tell you this. I can tell you this. It's going to be a hectic. You know. However long I would have, I mean, two weeks, three weeks after the lockout hopefully ends. You know, mm-hmm. I'm, I, you know, we'll see. Hopefully, so, um, pre arbitration bonus pool is the next issue. Now, this one, I really don't know how to explain it, nor do I really like have a big idea of what this is. But the gap is $95 million. So th- <laughs> who knows what's happening there. But uh, M- uh, so here's what it says. MLB is proposing $20 million for pre-arbitration bonus pool. MLB has agreed to fund a bonus pool for pre-arbitration players. So players who do not have enough service time to be arbitration eligible, which is pretty si- simple. Which 
would have been a new addition to the CP. Wait, let me reread. Let me reread this. MLB has agreed to fund a bonus pool for pre-arbitration players, which would be a new addition to the CBA. They have proposed a six-person panel, three from each side. So th- three from each, I guess three from MLB and three from the Players Association. I, I assume. I assume. To I, develop I, a mutually agreeable war wins above replacement statistic to allocate the funds according to espn's jesse are there why are we relying on espn he adds the top 30 players in war and award uh, and award winners would be eligible for the bonus pool so so okay so here's like i'm going to try to simplify this a little bit so before players hit arbitration, so in arbitration, they they can try, if they are eligible for arbitration, they can negotiate salary, try and get paid more than, you know, a rookie contract would, you know, because rookie contracts, they're not getting paid anything. Okay. I, I think Pete Alonso is still not even making a hundred or a million dollars a year. He's and not making a hundred dollars? Pete Alonso, you're not getting a hundred dollars? I was on, about to say a hundred million, but a hundred million. hundred dollars? Steve but he's not even making hundred dollars. I I don't think he's making a million dollars yet. Um, uh, he might. Steve he Cohen's might be. probably giving him some money on the side, anyways. But he he I mean he's won home run derby, so he's won two million dollars from that those two alone. But um, so I I I think I don't think Pete Alonso is getting paid more than a million dollars per year in terms of just salary. I could be wrong on that, but. But like you know, in Pete Alonso's rookie year, right, one rookie of the year and all that stuff, he wasn't getting paid anything. So this proposal for the players' association is trying to get those players paid more because they're performing like MVP and award winners, but they're not getting paid. They need to get paid fairly if they're putting up these monster numbers, putting up a, a great like phenomenal stats, of like a five war in a season. Which war is a flawed stat, so I don't know why they're choosing war. But that 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 first that's a whole another conversation. War is just not a good thing to base salary on because like it war changes year by year. I don't understand that. Um, oh, by the but, way, you, but you were right. Pete Alonso is getting paid six hundred seventy-six thousand. There's no excuse for that. There is no excuse for that. Like that he's needs to change. And paid 1.4. He's got paid 1.4 million in the last three years. And how many home runs does he hit? Total. total. Um, a lot. Over, over, probably like 100. Uh, in the last three years, I'd probably say, let's see, at 54, his rookie year, right, or 55. Well, let me so just I would look. Say, I'd, I'd say it's so, close to 115 ish, maybe. 120. It's it's so over 100 for sure. Let's just say his 162 game stats. Okay. Um. 162 game stats, 46 homers, 109 RBIs. And he is not getting paid. He's getting paid. How much you say? 676? 676,000. That is absolutely ridiculous. He's got paid 1.4 mil over the last three years. So do the math on that. That's what, four, 450,000 a year? And that? A Pete Alonso, like, this is just, this is just an example, like, 
because he's young. He came in the league three years ago. So last year put up a 4.2 war. And he's getting paid that. He's bringing that much to the team, but he's not getting paid like a superstar player that he is. It this is that is a problem, and I'm glad that the players are finally, you know, stepping up for these younger players who aren't getting paid. I'm just using Pete Alonso as an example because he's not the only one who's not getting paid fairly. Not not even close to the only one. I'm just using him as as an example. So that that's probably one of the best examples I could think of. But I mean, it's it's ridiculous. And the fact that, the, I mean, the Players Association, $115 million is what they want for, like, I guess, distributed to 150. Okay, never mind. This $150 million pool, it will be distributed to, to 150 players who are, I guess, the 150 best players who put up the most war that are pre-arbitration eligible. It's very vague. Like, I mean, it's like, like it's that's the, very not descriptive okay so yeah i i hope that like i kind of simplified that enough i think so i hope so if not like you know honestly like i don't even know what i just said so i I, like i won't even know if that made sense until i listen to this episode again which normally i can't get through 10 minutes but we'll try arbitration eligibility the next issue do you have Do you have this uh, pulled up? I do. I'll I'll yeah. let you uh, take arbitration eligibility and service time manipulation. Isn't this fun? Oh yes, service time manipulation, my favorite. Um, but arbitration eligibility, I'll just read it off from the thing. The MLB's proposal: no change in which players are eligible for arbitration in the previous CBA. The top twenty-two percent of two plus players were arbitration eligible known as super two players. I don't really know what that means. So, so honestly, this is like the one part of baseball, the whole, like the whole idea of like everything financial with um, like, I've been following baseball forever. Like, and I still don't understand a lot of this stuff. Super two. I have heard like this, this term for like five years i've tried to figure out what this means i still have no idea what this means um let me just try to find like super two mlb so it seems so what i'm i'm reading from here the 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 mlb just wants the top 22 percent of players that were arbitration eligible well, the MLB's Players Association wants seventy-five percent of the players that are arbitration eligible. If that kind of makes sense to you guys. So, super two definition yeah, according to MLB's website, players typically must accrue. Why? Why such like? Why is that such a like accounting term? Like, like this? Like yeah. if uh, like if I like the first time I heard of super two, it was several years ago. I would have like a. Players typically must accrue three years of major league service time, which this isn't part of the definition, but most of the, most of the time service time, like if it's saying major league service time, usually that would be a little bit of manipulation too. Um, I mean, Braves did that with Acuna too, you know, because 
I think we got an extra year of his contract because we kept him down until like May in 2018. Do you remember that? I think we I, th- I think we did that. Or something along those lines. Okay. So player so here's the definition. Players typically must accrue three years of major league service time with one year of service time equaling 172 days on the 25-man roster or the major league injured list to become eligible for a salary arbitration. Super 2 is a designation that allows a select group of players to become eligible for arbitration before reaching three years of service time. To qualify, players must rank at the top 22% in terms of service time among those who have a... What? I'm just... I want to, like... Okay, here's an example. Okay, they, they put an example. I like this. Okay, example. Dexter Fowler completed the 2011... Hang on, wait. I Oh, yeah, they can use players' names. They just can't use their faces. That's right. Okay. Dexter Fowler completed... Hey, Dexter. The, Dexter Fowler completed the 2011 season with two years and 168 days of Major League service time, which made him one of the leaders in service time among players who had been... who had between two and three years in the majors, thus the outfielder qualified as a super two player and was eligible for arbitration. Fowler went through arbitration four times before reaching free agency following a, the 2015 season. Okay. So if you're between two and three years in the majors, the top 22% are eligible for arbitration. They're super two. Awesome. Let's go. I hope I got that somewhat. <laughs> I mean, I was reading it. So that. if if you were following that, I might, I respect you for that. I certainly. I mean, kind of was. Should we just move on to service manipulation? Service manipulation. Woo! Let's, Let's go. go. So I think this this is probably one of the this is the big one of the big issues. This this is one of the more bigger issues. I mean, I think this has been known. I mean, th- this has been a known thing for a while that the the or I, I don't know whatever you want to call it they are manipulating the service time of the players they did it with ronald acuna as well um if you remember that they've done it with a lot of players um but basically they you want me to sum it up do you they wait to call up the players usually so they can pay them less money which in all in all is obviously wrong so they want to get rid of it so I'll read you the MLB proposing offer two p- draft picks within the player's first three years. If he finishes in the top three in Cy Young rookie of the year or MVP voting. So basically you, if a player you, you get the, the team will get rewarded. If the player that they have either win Cy Young, Rookie of the Year, or MVP. They will receive two draft picks within the the player's first three years. That makes sense. And the Players Association, their their counter was players receive a full year of service time in their rookie seasons. A full year. If infielders, a full year, yes. 
Keyword. If infielders, catchers, designated hitters finish among the top five for their position in war, there's war again, still very flawed stat, but regardless, um, and their position in war in each league, with outfielders, relief pitchers, and starting pitchers among the top 15. The union also said it would accept a modified modification of MLB's proposal that would reward draft picks compensation to teams whose players finish among the top three in MVP voting, Rookie of the Year, and Cy Young. So, honestly, like the, the like with this, I don't think that they're too far apart. Yeah, I I think it's very it's so very doable. I, I mean, I think just this, like this one actually makes a, a yes, lot of sense. Yes. Like, this is probably the most thing that makes the most sense, and I think it would be a really good addition. Mm-hmm. And like, I think this is one of the things that people are actually agree agreed upon, if that makes sense. Service time manipulation is just all around bad. It's it just shouldn't happen. It shouldn't exist. And I'm glad the players are making a stand and making it be like ensuring that this goes away. Yes. So good. Anti-tanking measures. Now, this is uh, this kind of stuff. I think they've talked about this every single day. Yeah, I think (laughs) they have. But I I don't know. I understand why this is an issue, but I don't understand why it's such a why is this so so, issue to be talking about more than some of the other things. I'm going to read through this, and then I'm going to be like, I'm going to state the obvious. But I'm lose brain cells. Listen, MLB is proposing a lottery for top four, the top four picks in the draft, like the worst four teams in the league with the top four picks. Just like, you know, mix it up and make sure that you know the worst team in baseball, because a lot of times the worst team in baseball is literally trying to be the worst team in baseball so they can get a draft pick. Like that's like year after year, player like teams tr- trade away all their talent. I mean, you see it with the Pirates; they're trying to get re- they were trying to get rid of Brian Reynolds. I mean, it, it like they literally get rid of all their good, great players because they don't want to pay them. It, it's 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 bad. It, I feel for Pirates fans. It's and, and you, you remember when Johnny Cueto that like Pittsburgh fans were just you know yelling Cueto's name and he dropped the ball. Fans went crazy. Russ Martin hit the home run next pitch. You saw the, you saw that Pittsburgh fans are passionate. Oh yeah. But they they're, have, they're, but they're... since then, like they haven't had anything to cheer for. And it, it's, it's sad because there are a lot of passionate Pittsburgh baseball fans, but. Oh yeah. They're, 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 the, the city of Pittsburgh is one of the, it's a great sports town. Um, and it, I think, in my opinion, PNC Park is one of the, one of the best parks in in the MLB. I I would that's on my bucket list to go to PNC Park okay. some some point. And you know, 2015 Wild Card, Garrett Cole. You know that 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 place when it is when that team is doing well and playing good. When McCutcheon was there, when all these guys were there, Starling Marte when he was back when he was younger. Um it's a it's a fun team it was a fun team to watch and oh, yeah. they're they're you know Steelers fans we know all about them it's it's very similar with Penguins games Pirates too. fans well, I mean, and trust me when your team I mean we saw it firsthand with the Braves 
we've stuck through the rebuild, but there are also people that just, you know, straight up just it's hard for people to stick through a rebuild to watch games that you know you're probably not going to win. But I think – I really hope the Pirates do – at some point they, I, they, have a, they have a very underrated farm system in my opinion. It's a very I mean, solid very farm solid. system they have. And I think, you know, hopefully, hopefully they haven't been able to develop a lot in the last few years. You know, they're, they've made some really bad trades. They've not been able to develop some guys. But mm-hmm. I really hope they are turning things around in Pittsburgh because – Great sports city. Anyways, However, sorry. like uh, trying to trade away Brian Reynolds is just that's just a sign that they're not willing to spend money. And the Pirates have yep. a history of not spending money, not wanting to spend money. And it's it's bad. Like they're, they're relying on their younger talent like Key Brian Hayes. Because they don't have to like they don't have to pay him a lot, which is a problem. Yep. Um, And, you know, the, it, it's it's not good. And. You know, I think the Braves rebuild. I I don't really think that we. If you you're a rebuilding team, like, I think sometimes a rebuild is necessary. I think it was necessary necessary back then, but like, it was a very strategic rebuild. I I think like we had a, we didn't have a good farm system. We had to trade away some guys for some prospects, which I I think is one hundred percent fair. But would this would that have been counting as would that count as tanking? I I like I don't like yeah. It's a very it's a broad. It's just what how, how do you know. differentiate just a team being bad? And I I think I saw I don't know what I saw, but they they had something that was like how are you going to differ. Duh. you know what i'm trying to say how are you gonna is it you're gonna notice the difference uh between a team that's just straight up bad and a team that's legitimately clearly trying to lose so you know it's mm-hmm. interesting it's very it, this is one of the more interesting issues that mm-hmm. they're talking about i don't really necessarily know how it'll work mm-hmm. but I mean, so I guess also we'll I I absolutely love the players association's proposal for this. I think this this would be awesome, and it would make things just crazy. It would be a frenzy with the draft, and I love it. Um, the lottery for the top seven picks. So just a, you know, the worst seven teams of the league. Switch it up, you know, randomize the order of uh the top seven draft picks. All teams that did not qualify for the postseason in the preceding season would be part of this lottery. So, oh, so, wait. So in a 12-team, so I'm going to keep reading. So in a 12-team playoff field, 18 teams would have a chance at the number one pick. So, wait. So, so the lottery for the top seven pick. I'm not sure if I understand exactly, because, like, that seems kind of... If so, if you follow, if... I don't know I if don't, anybody listening to this I, I follows the I, NBA... The NBA, the NBA, uh, the NBA has the, the the draft lottery, and it's very similar. Um, and I, I personally, I like it. I like the the proposal. I think it makes it where there's you know you don't dis you don't discredit teams for just being straight up bad. 
And if they, you know, they're just bad, they get the number one pick. But I think it also makes you think strategically, oh, we don't just get the number one pick. So I think it's definitely a, I like it personally. I think it's, like you said, I think it's a great Mm -hmm. And also, like, it's very here's here's another thing with the MLB draft. It's just like, you know, compared to like the NBA draft or NFL draft, these top few picks aren't guaranteed to be, you know, starting in the major leagues one day. Like, nothing is guaranteed in baseball. Yeah. You know, it's very different. So, it there's a lot of risk involved too when you're tanking for for a, a top draft pick. That's kind of against the point, but threw it in there anyways. But um, I, I do like the fact that also, I like when I was reading what the Players Association's proposal was, 12-team playoff field. Hmm. No. Nope. Nope. I'm always against this. We'll forever be against this. 10-team well, playoffs. No. Just make it a three. Well, Yeah, but it's better than 14. It's better than 14, I'll tell you that. It's better than 14, I agree. I, I Anything but 14. But I, I can also, deal, I guess I can deal with 12. I, I prefer it to be 10 and then just to make it a three-game um, series for the wild card, but I, I really believe that's the only thing. I mean, I don't, I just don't see a flaw, any major I, I, flaw in the playoff system. Yeah, I, the, how do twelve team playoff even work? I don't even know. Like, I guess the, 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 the I mean, it would just add it would okay. just add one team to each side. So you know what? Just leave the playoffs as is. There is nothing wrong with it, except for the one game yep. playoff or the one one game wild card. That that's the only thing that I don't like about the playoffs. But there's. We don't need an extra round in the playoffs. We don't need other teams. We need com- the best of the best teams in the playoffs year after year after year. I mean, if you and look- if, if teams that don't deserve to make it, make it, then that baseball loses its, its integrity. That That's just like 162-game season. You know, every game is important, but it's not going to be as important if you're, you know, with a 14-team playoff, you know, teams are going to be teaching in freaking July. Not maybe not that early, but it's going to, it's going to, it's going to be super early, and it's not good. You know, like you saw the Braves collapse in 2011. I, don't, I hate to bring that up, but like with with a playoff as is, so much can happen. Yeah. You know, and I, I don't like bringing up the 2011 collapse, but especially because it was us, but, you know, let's say – what if that was the Mets? Because we, we, we love picking on the Mets. That would be, you know, it would be, a, it would be crazy, you know? Like, seeing a team, like, collapse in September, you know, it, they were a top seed in the playoffs for, or for the playoffs, and then they just collapsed in September and completely missed the playoffs altogether. You know, you wouldn't have that with a 14-team playoff. And that that's just, like, you know, teams have to finish strong. You know, if a team, you know, is a, is a top seed or whatever, and it's a 14-team playoff, 
they can clinch so much earlier and just rest all their guys more frequently and not be as competitive for these games down the stretch in September when other teams are trying to make their pushes for the playoffs. It's that's just, it's not good. It's at all like, yeah. And I mean, you look I, at I the- expanded playoffs are just a joke. I hate it. Yep. And I know it's a lot of extra money, but it's not like these owners need money. Okay. Like Clearly. it, it's, 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 a it's so stupid. And, and you, you know, I, I like I, I get it. if you're Max Scherzer, you know, leading the player association with these negotiations, you're just like, you know, you might need the expanded playoffs because you're the Mets. But <laughs> sorry, sorry. We we like picking on I the mean, Mets. Are you wrong? No. Mets gonna met. Come on now. You know this. So so you know it. You know what I'm saying. Like, yeah. Expanded playoffs are just stupid. Just scratch these that idea. Both sides drop it. We don't need it. Fans don't want it. And it's just stupid. Yeah, stupid. And you look at the the standings from 2021. I mean, the the AL is a little different because of how good. Unusually, that that, that a 290 plus when teams didn't make the playoffs. But you look at the NL, if there would have been an expanded playoffs, the Cincinnati Reds would have been that that extra seed. And they went 83 and 79. So we're, you're telling me the 83 and 79 Reds are going to make the playoffs when a, a team like, you know, the, the St. Louis Cardinals and the Atlanta Braves and the Milwaukee Brewers, the Giants and the Dodgers, they all win – Five plus. I mean, the Braves won eighty eight, but everybody won a crazy. I mean, you're telling me a team with one hundred and seven wins in the Giants are going to play a team with eighty three wins in the Cincinnati Reds in a playoff game? In a playoff game, like what? And like <laughs> what? honestly, like when I first saw the twelve team playoff in the the previous uh, issue. I actually didn't realize that the players association was even pushing for expanded playoffs at all. So now both sides want to like, or dig or trying to expand. That's that. Oh, that. Oof. That's bad. If both teams are, or both sides are trying to expand playoffs. That, I mean, I, I'm on the player side here. Of course I like less seems the bet, better, but, don't change it like both sides just drop it it's doesn't need to happen and also uh, a first round buy for you know what is it top seed not baseball it's not baseball no can't it's just you know the thing is baseball in baseball anything can happen I, i get it you know the reds who knows they may could have maybe beat the giants in whatever that would have been, but, but you got to have the teams play the games. You can't have a bye in the playoffs. I mean, you can have it in football. Okay. That's fine. Because, you know, if you're the best team, you, you know, it's such a physical, it's a, such a physically demanding sport 
So it's just like, you know, players actually need to rest up like an insane amount for football. And like, if you're the top seed in, in the league in football, then like, I don't have a problem with that, but especially when you don't don't play that all that many games. But if you're play, playing 162 games in a full season, you can't not play your playoff games. Yeah. That's not baseball. However, revenue sharing, MLBs, this is the next issue. MLB, no change to revenue sharing. Players Association, $30 million reduction. I don't even know what that is, but uh, it's an issue. Final issue, universal DH. Both sides have agreed to implement the universal DH. We got one thing done, and it was like literally probably done first day of the meeting that thing was that was done like two years ago essentially just didn't been like it has like it was why why like can anyone like explain why was that even a thing in 2020 like i don't just like why they didn't want to see max freed hit they were scared of max freed that was that was the reasoning 2020 was just like scared. the most. The, 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 the Marlins came in and were like, we don't want Max Fried to hit a walk off against us in 2020. The 2020 so season, like, I, I can't, like, I can't even, like, watch stuff from 2020. The 2020 season like, was a blur. It, it's just, like, so, like, cardboard cutouts are, like, so outdated. <laughs> like, just seeing those. Remember, remember those that, cardboard you cutouts? remember those days when we had cardboard cutouts? And now, and then, uh, what? year and a half a little over a year later me and you going to game five of the world series who would have thought who would have thought packed house packed house game packed five house. of the world series sold out it was great sold out okay it was that was anyways that was fun let's talk about buster only oh gosh so also also um hmm. major league baseball and the players association if you are listening or watching um Yo, Rob Manford, you listen to this podcast? Just go. Get it done, please. Hey, Rob. How's it going? It, it, mm. The lockout's like the dumbest thing that's happened to the sport ever. Facts. It's, I mean, I also like that. There's an argument that, you know, this, this is also like sort of on the player's this whole lockout situation or like the lockout, the prolonged lockout because they agreed to this last CBA in 2017 um, that kind of dug themselves into a hole and now they're trying to dig out of it. So, I mean, but that was five years ago. Now, like they're trying to make up for it and play and the owners are just like, Nope, we're not paying you. Sorry. I don't know. Just owners can just go away. Or not Max. go away. Like just, just pay your players. <laughs> go away. Buster, so pay your, Buster, players, pay your players, players, and go away. Um, so I don't have the article pulled up, but uh, Buster only had an article about some stuff that could happen when this lockout ends, and he said that there's something along the lines of there is growing belief among Major League Baseball teams that Freddie Freeman is on his way out of Atlanta. Well, that's interesting considering that's an inter- we're in a lockout. Yeah, that's a very interesting take, Buster. <laughs> like, let me let me just let me just put this out there. 
Um, if, how is there a growing belief when literally there's ha, was zero chance any of these teams have even been in contact with, with him for nearly three months? Buster Olney and Freddie Freeman went on vacation together. No, wait, was it? Wait, one, yeah, th- th- three months. Three months. Three months. Um, almost three months. We're not there yet, but nearly three months since any teams have been able to contact Freddie Freeman. How is there a growing belief? What? like i get it if you're if you're a sports writer or you're a content creator or something you want to try to stay relevant this just seems like a weird time this is buster olney's attempt to stay (laughs) relevant and it created the stir among the baseball fan community about you know Oh my gosh, Freddie Freeman's going to sign with the Mets. He's going to go to the Blue Jays. He's going to go to the Dodgers, Angels, Yankees. Oh my goodness, he's out of Atlanta. No, literally nothing has changed since the lockout started. You know, free like literally. I I I don't think we ever said this on the on the podcast, but after we won the World Series and we were celebrating, and Acuna was there. Freddie told Acuna that we're doing it with you next year. Facts. Let's go. Going back to now, that. Now, uh, now uh, that, I mean, I, I, I'm, I will say like, you know, in that moment, I don't think Freddie Freeman was really thinking about free agency that much. It was just like, you know, Acuna is back next year. Woo. I think it was like more like, I, I don't, I'm not sure if he like actually was just like, oh, I'm definitely 100% resetting with the Braves at that point. But, you know, he, he still said this. Listen, there, there's Alex Anthopoulos has given me no reason not to oh, believe no. in him. And he, he hasn't failed me. And, he, you know, there's always this, Alex Anthopoulos is a very secretive, I mean, maybe not secretive, but he works very quiet. Yeah, we're back. I don't know what happened, but something happened. I don't know. <laughs> no clue. Uh, like, I think I, I don't know. Um, Anyways, we're back. Whether, uh, this, there was like like my computer went completely dark. It was on my side. I don't know what happened, but like my entire computer just like decided to just like turn off for like a second. And then like it came back for like a second. And then I heard Luke be like, are you still there? And then that was it. And then my face cam turned off and I don't know what just happened. I've never had that happen, but we're back. So uh, we were talking about ESPN being bad. ESPN, you suck. But let's, let's, I mean, unless you have something else on on this whole Buster Olney thing. No, not necessarily. I just, Buster Olney, you just need a 
retire, bro, or something. I don't know. Do something else. Go go talk about football or tennis. I don't know. Whatever. All right. Um, let me look at the top 100 players of all time for the very oh, first gosh. time. Oh, gosh. So reaction time. So I think it might have been after the last episode that Luke um, told me a little bit about it, like read me like a, the like 100 through 90. And they asked where I might have asked, like where certain players may have fallen, but I didn't ask too many details because I wanted to have a live reaction because there was a lot of um, talk about just how bad this list was. And this is just a golden opportunity to bash ESPN's baseball coverage. It was, it was is very minimal anyways, but I don't even know if there's a word to All right. describe it. It well, was bad. Like really, really bad. All right. So I have 100 through 51 pulling up now. 100, Barry Larkin. Um, fine. Um, fair enough. I, but here's also the deal. Um, Barry Larkin, I believe, has a higher war than Derek Jeter. And I wonder where Derek Jeter wound up. So I'll find that later. But if Derek Jeter's like ranked very high, then Barry Larkin is ranked way too low. We'll see what happens. Phil Necro, 99. Okay. Jim Tomey, 90. Whoa. Charlie Garringer, 96. Oh, this is, this is strange. Um, I forgot, I forgot about this. All right. Bryce Harper, 94. ESPN. Great job, ESPN. He's 30 years old. You can't put him in your top 100 players. I mean, the only player that you can put in your top 100 who's 30 years old is Mike Trout. And I don't even know. He's Mike. I don't even know. Is Mike Trout? I think Mike Trout's 31. 30. Oh, okay. Well, I, I, no, I can see he's my, 30. Like, he's 30. Okay. He's, he's going to be 31 this year, though. So sorry. It's just like if you, if a player has played half their career, what if. What if Bryce Harper all of a sudden has a career-ending injury all of a sudden? Or is he still going to be here? I don't know. You, me. You, you just – Who can't. made the list? I don't even know who made the list, quite honestly. Like, is there, like, a publisher or is it just ESPN in general? I don't know. But there's apparently a minute, 42-second video. Jeff Passan examines Bryce Harper slotting in at nine. So – is Jeff Passan like trying to figure out why his his employer put Bryce Harper at ninety four? Because I, I already know if Bryce Harper is ranked at ninety four, Jeff Passan had nothing to do with this list. <laughs> I don't think Jeff. Jeff's and probably laughing while June at this Lee, list. I don't know who June Lee is, but I guess it's one of the ESPN baseball guys analyzes if Robinson Cano should have been included. What are we doing, ESPN? <laughs> Robinson Cano? You're trying to... Whatever. Okay. Okay. 93, John Smoltz. Okay. No. 
Huh? Okay. 92 Roy Hall Roy Halliday. I mean, I mean they're obviously top 100 players, but this low, okay, fine. Ryan Sandberg 91, Pudge Rodriguez 90. I mean, I would say just skip into the top 50. Just scroll. Okay. I mean, there you know, I'm just going to scroll through quickly. Shulisha Jackson 89, glad he made the list. Should be in the Hall of Fame. Um that might be a future episode idea if we don't have a season. Shoeless Joe you should Jackson. get Shoeless Joe Jackson on the pod. I'll reach out to his agent. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Who's his agent? Uh, Scott Boris. Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> what? Scott Boris's ghost? <laughs> no, maybe his grandfather. I don't know. Um, Mike Piazza, 81. Ooh. Most home runs all time by a catcher. He's this low. Chipper Jones, 78. Okay. All right. Um, let's just see who, who who is ranked above Chipper Jones. Cap Anson. Who? <laughs> we're we're ranking guys who played before 1900. Listen, baseball was so different back then. And like stats, we don't even know if these stats are even accurate. Do you think Jeff Passon was alive back then? No. You don't think so? No. Peter Gammons might have been. Possibly. Um, yeah, I, I don't like. If if you played before 1900, I don't think you're irrelevant, but I don't think you should count. Or I don't think you should be listed on here because. Okay, whatever. I, I, Rod Carew, Juan Marichal, Willie McCovey. You rank just uh, Justin Verlander above Chipper Jones. Harmon Killebrew. You ranked Ozzy Smith above Chipper Jones. Guy could the, the guy couldn't hit. I mean, he, he, he hit a little bit. Oh, my, okay. Manny Ramirez hit three twelve for his career. Five hundred fifty-five homers, eighteen hundred RBIs. Sixty-eight. Brooks Robinson, sixty-seven. Cal Ripken Jr., sixty-six. Max Scherzer, sixty-five. <laughs> Max Scherzer? <laughs> What's happening? Eddie Matthews, 64. Eddie Matthews is even the best third baseman in Braves history. It gets worse. No, oh, David Ortiz, 60. Mel Ott. I mean, he's uh, Mel Ott is, was very good. Okay. You know, I, I can uh, Mel Ott, 62. I can get behind. Fine. Whitey Ford, whatever. Miguel Cabrera. Okay, fine. Miguel Cabrera. That's fine. Steve Carlton. Fine. Pete Alexander. Pete Alexander, 57. I've never heard him referred to as Pete Alexander. I know it's Grover Cleveland Alexander. It's even the name on his Hall of Fame plaque. It says right there. Why do they call him Pete? Okay. I'm not mad at the ranking. I'm mad at the fact that it says Pete. Dave Winfield. Okay. Um, Reggie Jackson, Lefty Grove. Oscar Charleston. Okay. So I did. Re- I did see that there were Negro League players on here. 
I don't think they they I don't think that they should be listed with the top 100 players of all time. And I'm like, I know that sounds bad, but hear me out. Um, baseball was so different; they were facing different competition, and the stats are just so flawed. And you know, you can only like know so much about how good these players were because it was just so different. It, it, how can you rank Negro League players? with major league players based on what we know. Cause everything, we just don't know much about the Negro leagues really about just how good some of these players were. So it's just so different. And I just don't, if you could do top 100 Negro league players of all time, that would be awesome. I think that would be great, but mixing Negro leagues and major leagues together. It just like, what do we factor in with these? Like, I don't understand that. That's me. Like a six fifteen slugging for his entire Negro League career. Like, how do we even know that's accurate? I I, I don't. Clayton Kershaw fifty two. Okay, Ernie Banks fifty. Okay, top fifty. This is where it's spicy. You said. I mean, it's all race spicy. 50 to 26. This is pitiful. Whoever made this list come on the pod. We, we have things to discuss. Bob Feller. Okay. Frank Thomas, 49. I get it. He was a good hitter. He ain't better than Jibber Jones. Mm-mm. No. Napoli. Uh, oh. Okay, another another guy who played. I mean, he played before 1900 and after 1900. But Nap, I don't even know how you say his name. Lajoie, Lajoie. I don't. Lajoie. I don't know. I mean, and I get it. he was a good hitter on all, but over 3,000 hits. It, different different time period. I mean, Warren Spawn. Okay, that's fine. Ichiro Suzuki. Wade Boggs, 45. How do you put Wade Boggs above Ichiro? I don't understand that. Actually, I mean, especially if you're factoring in Negro League stats, then why can't we implement Ichiro's stats in Japan. True. Because, like, if you factor in those stats, it'll make those stats that come on here a lot more impressive, especially considering the last, you know, 10 years of his career or so. He was, like, he played until he he was, like, 58. (laughs) Not that old, but... Like he, he he played until he was like super old and he was not nearly the same player for like the last 10 years of his career. But the first 10 years, he, like he was the best all around hitter. Without a doubt. Um, Tony Gwynn, 44. A lot of guys, a lot of contact hitters here. George Brett, another one. Nolan Ryan, 40, 42. Uh, and then Satchel Page, another guy that I'm just like, I Sure, but you can put him in the top 100, but like you can't put him above Nolan Ryan. 
Sorry. It's just no. Jimmy Fox, Yogi Berra. Okay. Jackie Robinson. Joe Morgan. Tris Speaker. Josh Gibson. Oh. Pete Rose, 34. Where is this going to get? 31, Mariano Rivera. I'm kind of speechless here. You, I mean, I, I remember, I think I, I get, told you I, this, didn't I? And you, I, 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 I mean, I get it. Relievers and closers are important, but you, you can't, can't put a, rank, you can't yeah, rank you, one of these as the 31st best player of all time. Of all time, of all time. Like, especially if I, I know how impressive Mariano Rivera's career was, how many saves he got, how meaningful he was to that team, how many World Series titles he won. But if you're saying, let's say, the guy like Pete Rose, 4,256 hits, most hits out of anybody of all time. You're saying that Mariano Rivera, a relief pitcher, was a better baseball player than a guy who had 4,256 hits. Apparently. I mean, okay. You know, I could, I could see Mariano Rivera down near where Mike Piazza and Shoeless Joe Jackson were, but 31, that, okay. 30, Albert Pools, 29, Johnny Bench, 28, Derek Jeter. Okay. All right, Stephen A. Smith made this article, I can tell. Because um, I think Derek Jeter is the only baseball player Stephen A. Smith can even name besides Otani now. He knows who Otani is, hopefully, by now. Um, I think Jeff Passan hammered into his brain. Because before that, he was just talking about Derek Jeter the whole – every single time he talked about baseball, it was just Derek Jeter. Um, here we are. So I, I was talking about – where Derek Jeter would wind up compared to Barry Larkin. And if you compare their stats, and you know what? After I get to number one, I will compare Barry Larkin and and Derek Jeter for you. Just to just to prove the fact that Derek Jeter, you know, I Derek Jeter was a fantastic player, but He's talked about way too much compared to, I think, uh, so I think Foolish Baseball, big big fan of his work. I think he said something about Derek Jeter being the most fairly rated player of all time that we just don't talk about everyone else enough, which I can actually like 100% agree with because I, I do agree that what Derek Jeter did during his career was awesome. And like, we should definitely talk about that, but the fact that we we don't talk about how good Barry Larkin was, it's kind of bad. It, it, like I don't know some of those stats, the stats I will talk about will kind of blow some people away. Clemente Rodriguez twenty seven twenty six. I mean, okay. I hate how I have to I have to scroll all the way back up to the top to even get past twenty five. Come on, ESPN. 
uh, uh, this is this is bad. You, you know what? We should make a whole episode where we make our own top 100 players. And, you know, not, not even, like, explain why. It's just, like, to rub it in. Just like, boom, ESPN. Our list is better. Christy Mathewson at 25. Okay, it's glitching out on me. Uh, uh, whatever. Randy Johnson, 24. Ricky Henderson, 23. Okay. Ricky Henderson, I mean... <sighs> I mean, he's a top 100 player of all time. Don't get me wrong. He's not top 25. Goodness gracious. 25. Tom Seaver, Cy Young, whatever. Rogers Hornsby. Frank Robinson, very underrated. Mike Schmidt, 18. What? I mean, yes, he was. He's the best third baseman of all time. Uh, Yeah. Okay. The more I think about it, the more fine. Roger Clemens, 17. Fine. Joe DiMaggio, 16. What? No, I mean, the only reason he's ranked this high is because he was a dadgum Yankee. Like, if Joe DiMaggio played his entire career for, let's say, the Pirates, that would, that would be weird. But he would—he—I'm not even sure if he would make the top 100. To tell you the truth, I, I, I really don't. Um, Mike Trout, 15. Oh, ooh, ooh, ooh. If, if 15 in 10 years, maybe. This is, It's so hard to rank active players, but like you can't rank an active player 15 unless like they have. No, you just can't. <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, I, I love, don't get me wrong. I, I love Mike Trout. I, I, I literally have one of his. I literally have a jersey of him coming in the mail because I mean, you, who doesn't love Mike Trout? Me? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Greg Maddox, fourteen. Yeah, not like Mike Trout. Greg Maddox, fourteen. Uh, uh, oh, I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm a Brace fan, and Greg Maddox is not the top four, top fourteen not. player in major baseball history. I'm sorry. Uh-huh. Nope. Ken Griffey Jr. 13. Okay. Hannes Wagner 12. Okay. <laughs> Hannes Wagner. What? Okay. You know, I can't even like I, I don't want to keep saying this is like that that's terrible because I'm going to be saying that the whole freaking time. That that's outrageous. Hans Wagner is even close to top ten. Sam Musial t- ten. Walter Johnson, t- Walter Johnson nine. Barry Bonds eight. I can I can see why some people were really mad about that because they're just like, oh, Barry Bonds is the best player of all time. He's the best power hitter of all time. He's not the best player of all time. Yeah, don't fool yourself. Best. Um, Mickey Mantle seven. Okay, Lou Gehrig's. Ty Cobb four. Okay, I. I mean, don't get me wrong. Ty Cobb, a 366 average for his career of 4,000 hits. I mean, it was so long ago. It's just, I mean, I, those stats are impressive. Don't get me wrong. But I mean, I guess he did kind of, like sort of play at the same time as Babe Ruth. So if Babe, where's Babe Ruth going to be? Number one. Okay. Hank Aaron, three. Willie Mays, two. Babe Ruth, one. 
okay, they got the top three right. Maybe not in the right order. I, I mean, I don't know. I, I think you could make. Wait, where is Ted Williams? Five. Okay. Oh yeah, I forgot. I was like, wait, where? I was gonna say, where's Ted Williams at? Okay. I don't because so, I, I, so I, 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 mean, I haven't looked at this list in like four weeks. Okay. Ted Williams should be above Ty Cobb. Ty Cobb, I could see in the top 10, but he's not the fourth best player of all time because I think over time, it's just – he was great, don't get me wrong, but I, I don't – it's just, you know, put Ty – if Ty Cobb was facing guys throwing 102 mile-an-hour fastballs, you know, things might have been a lot different. And I get it. You can make that same argument for, you know, Babe Ruth or Lou Gehrig or Ted Williams, but Ty Cobb was even earlier than that. I mean, he started his career in 1905. Come on. And Hannes Wagner, like, what are we doing? Yeah. Um, Pedro Martinez, he loved it too. Like, what are we doing? Did I, did I even mention... Pedro Martinez at 11. I don't even know. Shall we compare Barry Larkin and Derek Jeter? Let's do that. Sure. So I'm going to go to baseball reference. And Luke, uh, if you can, if you can do this as well, actually. Barry Larkin and then scroll down and then compare Barry Larkin to, and then just type in. Derek Jeter. And honestly, like some of these stats are just like, they're so close to each other. And it's just the fact that Derek Jeter played on the Yankees who were great year after year after year. They got so much more publicity. And it's, I'm not going to look so much at like the, the, the normal standard stats, like 260 homers and, um, Got it. 198 homers. Because if you look at that bats, you know, Derek Jeter had like what 4,000 more? No, 3,000 more at bats. A lot more plate appearances. Like it's not even close. Um, in terms of that, so I'm gonna go more like you know, just like war and stuff. So despite playing in. Uh, 550 less games than Derek Jeter. Barry Larkin had a 0.8 war less than Derek Jeter in 550 less games. Wins above average. Uh, wait, is that what it says? Yeah, wins above average. This is very advanced stats, okay? Barry Larkin wins by 12.6 wins above average. I don't even know what that stat means. Um, say on base percentage, Jeter leads by 0.006. Slugging, just just plain slugging. Very simple stat. Barry Larkin leads by 0.004. Barry Larkin had a higher slugging than Derek Jeter. OPS was 0.002 less. OPS is a very good stat to monitor just how good a player was or is. Really, like OPS is a great stat. 
right? Right? Yes. Are you following? <laughs> yes. Sorry. And are, are you seeing some of these stats? Just like, yeah. The OPS plus. Okay. OPS plus is, you know, the average, average, the average major league player <laughs> is a hundred. So it's just like, you know, how, uh, how much above average is a player compared to the rest of the league? Barry Larkin, 116. Derek Jeter, 115. Barry Larkin was a better hitter in terms of OPS plus. So he's better. He was more better than average. Okay. You get the point, right? Yes. Yep. 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 Also, where is D war? Do they have D war on here? Am I missing it? Um, oh, D war. Oh, D war. Yeah. Go. Oh gosh. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> So oh. this is defensive wins above replacement. So this basically monitors just how good sure. defensively these players are. Derek Jeter, negative 9.4 D war. He was a, listen, he made some special plays at shortstop, but overall he was subpar defensively, even though he made the some insane. Even the right word. I don't even know at this point. I don't know. So Derek Jeter, negative 9.4, Barry Larkin, positive 14.4. That is insane. I mean, I home run percentage. This is just percentages of like how many at-bats per home run. Larkin was better. Strikeout percentage, better. Walk percentage, better. Extra base hit percentage, better. What is this? Percentage of all hits for extra bases, better. Strikeout to walk ratio, much better. I mean, I get it, but I, I, I get a, different, a little bit of a different era, but not by much. At-bats per homer, better. At-bats per RBI, better. Why aren't we talking about Barry Larkin? And why is uh, Barry Larkin at 100 and Derek Jeter at what was it 28? I don't even remember. I think I think we just I I think I just on that alone I think I debunked that. My job's done. Barry Larkin. That's great. I think it's great. You guys talk about Barry Larkin more. Derek Jeter. Stop the Derek Jeter hype, okay? He was great, but he wasn't as great as people think he was. We should start the Dansby Swanson hype. I'm just kidding. Should we compare Dansby Swanson to Derek Jeter? <laughs> no, no. You should not. I, I mean, it's just some of these stats. If you just compare the two, it's just... They're so... For the most part, they're very even. And... Perhaps you might be able to make the argument Barry Larkin was a better player than Derek Jeter. And I, I think that would be completely fair. Yeah, I wouldn't be opposed to that. You know, I, th I personally think that Derek Jeter, overall, just the value that he brought to the team was more than Barry Larkin. But I think that, you know, I, I could see, like, I understand the argument for Barry Larkin being a better player than Derek Jeter. Yeah, and I think it's the general, but, like, you know, it, but Derek Jeter was the face 
of the Yankees mm-hmm. and he was the captain. It, so it's, 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 it's also the Yankee hype. I, 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 I also, same thing can be said about Joe DiMaggio. I, I think Joe DiMaggio was an absolutely fantastic hitter. Everyone knows that. Um, everyone knows the 56 game hit streak. Everyone like he was just a cultural icon, but it's because he was a Yankee really like, like, and also like that was also like, he was kind of playing in the same era as Ernie Banks was as well. And Ernie Banks put up some really, really good numbers. And why wasn't Ernie Banks ever considered to be like the face of baseball? I mean, while Joe DiMaggio was, I mean, I, their stats are very different. You know, Ernie Banks was a slugger with over 500 career homers. Joe DiMaggio kind of just a contact hitter with a little bit of pop and it's very consistent, but Derek Jeter's not that. Yeah. I mean, Derek Jeter was great, but he wasn't as great as people think he is. And I hope like the, the, the fact that I brought this up kind of opens up some people's eyes. Being like, I, I Barry Larkin, all, Hall of Fame player, all that. I under, I know. Derek Jeter, also Hall of Famer. But why? Oh, just why don't we talk about other players more than Derek Jeter? Why is Derek Jeter always the one, one of the ones that comes up in conversation? Good point. Great point. So, hopefully, I feel like this episode we've kind of dragged it out a little bit long, but we got everything in that we wanted to get in, and uh, hopefully, we can. Uh, Hopefully in the next week or so we have some. Yeah, yeah hopefully have a, the lockout have ends. Lockout ends episode. The lockout Thanks. ends. Um, Manfred actually showed up to a couple more meetings, and um, that's the real news. Manfred showed up. I, mean, it's been I cannot. I still can't believe he didn't show up the first place. Um, hey, like, whoa, whoa! Like, why was he there? Vacation the days now. Come on now. Just kidding. <laughs> I want to sleep like Manfred when he's at the players, the meetings. He's probably like, no, he's not. Wait, what'd you, what'd you guys say? You guys what for breakfast? Man, I didn't even have so, breakfast. So apparently man. like he met with Tony Clark today. He didn't even meet with the players. He met with Tony Clark and the owners and everything. And apparently the conversation with Tony Clark from an MLB spokesperson, apparently it went pretty well. Let's hope that that's, that's it. I also I, I don't need, know. We like, need. Like, we need baseball. We also need a little bit more context. Like, what did they talk about? How much did they talk about these certain things? And like, just like, what's the consensus? Are we going to have a season or not? Or like, when is our season going to realistically start? For me, I, I, I'm thinking. I'm hoping mid-April. I, I mean, obviously, there's part of me that's just like opening day on time. But you know, if we can't even talk about CBT in the meetings, <sighs> hope is fading out fast, very fast. But 
you know, who knows tomorrow, maybe they can make a lot of progress and get close to a deal. I just want to see some, some good progress at some point. Mm -hmm. So you, you know that if there is something big happens, if the lockout ends, we will record an episode. We'll have a lot of stuff for you. And uh, we can actually look forward to more free agency stuff. If oh yeah, like I, I really wish that we could talk about, you know, the Rangers next year. You know, they got. Um, I'm excited for when the lockout Seager, ends and we get more they, content. Seager, Simeon, and um, Cole Calhoun, John Gray. How is the, like the Rangers next year looking great? You know, Josh I John, missed, but he he's getting oh, yeah. elbow yeah. surgery. More. Uh, we actually talk about like real legitimate player news. It's nice. <laughs> Even it's, I mean, I mean, it's, it's, a, bad it's a bad injury. That's, it's, yeah, a bad, it's a bad, bad, bad injury, but it's news. It's good for content. <laughs> I mean, we're desperate. We're desperate guys. Please Rob. We're begging you from we, the bottom of our hearts. So like, listen, uh, we haven't recorded in what, what's been three weeks. Three weeks. So we had a lot to catch up on. We had quite a bit of stuff to go through, but um, if you've stick, stuck with us uh, this this whole time, we appreciate you. Uh, sorry for that little cut in the middle, but um, <laughs> I, don't know, I still don't know what happened, but um, go follow us on social media, subscribe to the YouTube channel, um, Instagram, on TikTok, TikTok, Twitter, Twitter. Big, oh, I forgot about the other announcement i was gonna make if if you're with us this whole time you deserve to be the first to hear about this oh yes we are hoping in the very near future to have our very own merch let's go i am so excited about this yes i have been working we've been we've been talking about this for a while a while We've, we haven't brought it up, I don't think. Have we brought it up on? I don't, no, I don't well, know. On the, maybe, I, one, maybe I think once maybe twice. once or twice, but it was very. But maybe brief. not. It wasn't very. It wasn't very like in depth. But mm-hmm. I think this is finally. We've we've talked about this. We you know mm-hmm. we went back and forth last night, you know, looking at different stuff. So we're excited, and um, we hope you guys are too. And yeah, I wish I wish I would have brought this up earlier because we probably lost all of our people already <laughs> but, um but if you have made it this far we're hoping that we have stuff in the works i've been uh I, i'm the one who's been kind of going through stuff i mean luke's been giving me some ideas for what we want to see on shirts and whatever and um we got we're hoping to get some caps and shirts sweatshirts hoodies let's go a lot of good stuff so um w- w- we're working on it and we're hoping to get stuff done by, uh, I mean, I, I, I don't know how long these things t- normally take to set up, so I'm not going to give a exact we're time not or a timeline, date, but that just know that it is, it is being, it is in the works and we're hoping to have it readily available for all of you guys, uh, very, very soon. And, um, and we will 100% let, let everyone know social media, YouTube, we'll let you know here on the podcast. We will let you know when our merchandise is live. And of course, uh, every episode we record after that, the links to the store will be in this, the description of the episode as well. So I, that, that's, it's, it, it just has a good rank. Talking Braves merch. Like. Talking Braves merch, dude. It, 
and we got a lot of we got a lot of different ideas i mm-hmm. think so far you know, and, and i think we got a lot of good yeah i mean look content like ideas like not just regular shirts but i think stuff that you guys will genuine or genuinely like mm-hmm. and think is pretty um funny and mm-hmm. and obviously like we're trying not to you know use a bunch of copyrighted stuff because oh, because no. it's like you know we don't we can't we don't want to use like a Braves logo or uh players names that we're not allowed to use or yeah. I, I like I I don't even know if that's even a thing but I don't want to get in trouble for doing this stuff so we're trying to like you know be smart about what we put on shirts and um stuff that we think you guys will like um what 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 we think that just Braves fans in general it doesn't like some merchandise that people have it's just like you know you're just like it's so specific and it's just like like we want stuff to be relevant like this shirt right here okay if you're on youtube actually no i guess it's gonna be in two parts but oh look at I, us we're, the, we're, we're 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 oh let's go we got the we got the trevor bauer merch i mean it, it, say what you want about trevor bauer well people have their opinions but like his merchandise is pretty sick i mean yeah like it's, it's we're, very... we're, we're not we're not going to get into that situation but yeah um we're not going to get into it that much but um but his merchandise is sick i mean we're not gonna like come out with a houston cheetah shirt like what i have on right now we're not gonna have a send it shirt because it's, it's just like you know that's not our thing it's not our stuff it's not braves related we might have some some like major league baseball related stuff on there depending on what happens but um you know like it, like like maybe like if Acuna if we had merchandise when Acuna hit that walk off home run last year, um, we would have had like in in its over shirt, you know. Oh yeah, that would have been amazing. We, like, that's that, that I, I'm excited for a lot of stuff like this that, that that'll come this season and will continue. We'll you know, continue to progress, yeah. and we hope you guys are here for the journey mm-hmm. and will continue to be here for the journey. Mm-hmm. If you're new. We appreciate you if you're still yes. listening. And yes, and, uh, and we obviously we're sorry. Like uh, we're sorry this episode has been a little bit longer. I mean, you know, a lot of our episodes, like our episodes, are tending to run a little bit longer. But that's also because like we haven't recorded in a while. We don't and record we're trying to very uh, well, especially but, in this, this situation it, where we don't have. Yeah. A t- like if we had recorded an episode every week at th- this point in time, it wouldn't be very. It would be very repetitive, and I don't yes, know if you guys be, really want. It would be so repetitive. It would be it would be the same thing every week, and I know you guys don't want to listen to that. I don't know. I know we don't want to talk about that every week. Mm. Oh, I definitely don't. It's, it's... The same. I mean, it gets frustrating after a while. Not just like we mm-hmm. love talking about baseball, but it gets frustrating after a while. Just you know, nothing's happening, nothing's progressing, and we do hope you know in the near future that it does get resolved and we do get some baseball soon, and you know we'll get. You know, maybe we'll you will you know go to go to a Braves game, vlog it, whatever. I don't know. We'll, we'll, we're shooting out. We're gonna be shooting out a lot more content. Once Absolutely, there is content to shoot out. So, I mean, this lockout sucks. Um, everyone can agree on that, but especially when you're having to follow it and talk about it. Like, I mean, look, I, I, I the only reason we're talking about it is because we have a podcast, and like this is kind of part of it. And it's part of what's going on in baseball. It's part of what's going on with what we normally talk about. So it's relevant to what 
we are dedicated to talking about on here and it's it sucks and we hope it ends very very soon we hope it ends tomorrow that'll be awesome <laughs> that'd be pretty but awesome. but as much as we we're saying we hope it ends like next couple of days obviously look at us we haven't recorded in three weeks and you know now it's today we're three days away and now it's, it's still not over also um spring training games have been uh postponed through march 7th so that's or canceled through march 7th so um that came out today as well but yeah um merch coming soon we promise we will get that stuff out to you guys as soon as possible well or we, we, not for free, but like we'll like make sure it's like we you guys know it's live, it's available. If you are interested in purchasing some merch, um, we'll we will be the first to let you know uh, on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, here on the podcast. Um, we'll let you know. So I wish we said this early in the episode, but uh, I'll I'll put a little reminder in in the uh, next episode that we record and. Um, Hopefully we have some better news, which is hopefully we have baseball, you know? Yeah. Cause also these spring training episodes, if we can even get there, um, we'll be talking about the games and we'll be talking about all these free agents signing, which is going to be the most chaotic spring training I think ever. And also like play, these players who are currently free agents, they want to sign, they want to have like be able to be, be prepared. So we'll be signing fast. Yeah. If they're smart. So, yeah. so the Braves better be preparing that offer for Freddie. So resign Freddie. Resign Freddie. DFA Liberty Media, DFA Manfred, Manfraud. Um, and <laughs> go follow us on social media. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. Get us to 1 million subscribers. We're halfway there. Halfway to a mil. Halfway to a mil, baby. Let's go. And did I forget? Did we forget anything? Huh? I think that's all. DFA is ESPN. <laughs> Until next time, my name is David Waters. And I'm Luke Harden. We'll catch you guys next time. Thank you guys for listening. See you next time. Peace, guys. Oh, I don't have anything to end the episode. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I completely forgot about this. What, what should we end the episode with? I don't know. We were so unprepared. <laughs> if we haven't lost you by now, we uh, we did you fall asleep? <laughs> you know, we're definitely. just we're we're just gonna end the episode just without anything. <laughs> a little out of the ordinary. We're sorry, but we just I I forgot. I'm sorry. See you next time, though. Peace, guys. DFA Liberty Media.